Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Hey, everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Tarzan goes to New York to rescue the chimp Cheetah who has been captured by an evil animal experimenter. There he teams up with Jane a cab driver, and daughter of an ex-cop private eye who helps Tarzan free Cheetah and his friends. Yeah! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned From Movies. movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight! We are talking about 1989's Tarzan in Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, babe. We are not alone for this treasure. I'm not wearing pants. That's cool. I'm not either. <laughs> uh, Tracy, with movies that make us, are you wearing pants on your uh, I am, but I can take them off real quick. Yeah, yeah go let's for go it. Pants free. Pants free podcast. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I, I don't even have a loincloth. Ooh. <laughs> well, you know, Tarzan takes his pants off a lot in this movie. So for real, you know, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, recast him as Jack Black because that man can't get yeah. his pants yes. on. <laughs> yeah, there's like three separate times where we see Tarzan like rip his shirt off, like you know it's time for his diet coke, uh-huh. and then like pulling his his pants off, and it's like, whoa, what's happening? There was some close-ups like, of him unbuttoning his pants. Magically wardrobe change. Yeah, yeah there was fantastic. there was some weird close-ups of him taking his pants off. It was, oh, yeah. it was like, how like, much, uh, interesting to direct more of the apes are we going to see? <laughs> <laughs> this is on TV, right? Whoever, yeah. I got to say though, whoever was his tailor is like making bank off of Tarzan because, you know, he went through like four suits in that movie. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they kept trying to put him so. in suits and, you know, it's, you, you, just can't, you can't put Tarzan in a suit. Come on. <laughs> no suit can contain that. <laughs> Definitely no tie. Yeah. Uh, 
Which this, is, a, this is why Steve can't work in an office environment anymore either. <laughs> That's right. They, they get really weirded out when I take my I, hands I, off. I can only work for companies that are like, we have a casual dress code. I'm like, okay, all right, I can work with you. <laughs> yeah, when you say casual. <laughs> How casual are we? Look, I'm the guy that needs all of the like very specific, like, no, you cannot walk around in a loincloth. <laughs> Make sure if you're going to shave your chest, you shave it at home and not in the bathrooms you're at work. <laughs> Definitely not in your office. Uh, at the time of this year recording, I know uh, this is a little bit before this comes out, but uh, today is International Whiskey Day. Oh. And so Steve and I decided uh, it would be a great idea to start this off with some international whiskey. Oh, yeah. We have from uh, from Japan some Suntory whiskey, the Toki variety. Oh. 43% alcohol by volume. Yeah. And my top. Oh, it's ready to scroll. <laughs> 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 oh, my top. Smells like whiskey. So this is a very, very pale whiskey. It's yeah. it's just sort of like a beautiful golden yellow, very light. Stephen actually fell in love with this when we were in Japan. Yeah. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, when we went, they were really pushing the Japanese whiskey-like industry. Mm. And so beers were like $12, but highballs, and it was just Japanese whiskey and water, were like 4 Whoop. Wow. So uh, that makes yeah, a we, difference. we drank a lot of highballs when we were in Japan, and they were <laughs> wonderful. Tracy, you have uh, any whiskey on your end? I don't. Dang it. I'm unprepared. I didn't know. Uh, no worries. <laughs> we found out like two minutes before. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. lock, 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 lock. We're within arm's reach of our bar right now. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a sip of water. I've got a water bottle here, so I'll, I'll sip that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Going hard. It's easy. That's right. That's right. That's right. Of a whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's really mild. It's a really yeah, yeah, mild yeah. aroma. Like it doesn't smell over alcoholic. You get just a little bit of oak on there. Like yeah. it's very mild. Like much like pretty much everything from japan it's very subtle <laughs> very like well crafted understated very yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it, very efficient and it knows it's the best cheers cheers in our uh buckshot oh. Oh, yeah. style shot glasses yeah, our, our shot glasses are ones i got as a gift like for christmas like 15 years ago look like a shotgun uh empty shotgun shell nice <laughs> All right, and gone by. That's actually incredibly smooth. Ooh, yeah, it's smooth, but... um. I mean, it's got a bite. Wow. It's still whiskey. It's still 43%, 43% alcohol by volume. Oh, man, now I need something to wash that down. Um, <laughs> Another shot. Oh, oh seriously, no. Uh, luckily, we have... Just a step up from water, we have from Uinta Brewing their Los Angeles craft beer, Woo! which oh. is, I think, their version of an international lager. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we, don't, shots anymore. we don't do a lot of like hard base, Steve and I. We have a beautiful, like, full bar with a bunch of like really cool locally crafted booze and things <laughs> people have given us and international stuff. And like, we haven't touched mostly display. Either. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> my top. Oh, just top. Nice. And the pool. 
that is a very, very clear. It's about the same color as the Suntory whiskey here. Yeah, it really is. Um, like straw colored. Yeah, <laughs> super clear. It's got an off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles that are dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, on the aroma, it I'm not gonna lie, it kind of smells like coarse, like just very non-offensive. Yeah, watch that. A little bit of malt. Little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually surprised I can still smell after our shot there. <laughs> Yeah, it tastes like an international lager, but yeah, it definitely has more, um, kind of a little more full body than. Uh, it reminds me of a Modelo, not the Negro Modelo, which is my favorite, but the regular Modelo. Like fairly full bodied, but yeah, almost no hop character, just like kind of malty, great, good for uh, all day drinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's Los Angeles from Uinta Brewing. <laughs> and you may be wondering, what the hell is Los Angeles? Well, it's the Wasatch Front and a Apparently, it's supposed to be an ode to Los Angeles Angeles, because that's where (laughs) Budweiser's made. Which makes sense why it's a Modelo. (laughs) It tastes like a Modelo. It's a Mexican beer. (laughs) LA is basically a little Mexican. Yeah, okay. All right. (laughs) Fight me on it, guys. (laughs) Actually, no, I take it back. It's it's not little Mexico because Mexico has better health (laughs) care. Shots fired. That's true, though. (laughs) <laughs> what do they say on history of bad ideas down the hall <laughs> uh speaking of down the hall 1989's tarzan in manhattan uh tracy was this your first time watching this movie as well i had never even heard of this movie and until you suggested it and as soon as you did because uh, you know there's so many different tarzan movies but as soon oh, yeah. as i heard tarzan in manhattan i'm like that's the one that i want to i want to watch and talk about <laughs> Yeah, that, that's what I out. need to that's watch the today. <laughs> the one that sounds like a grown man jungle to jungle. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> he traded the African um, jungle for the concrete jungle. <laughs> so, Tracy, you have seen uh, Hercules in New York, correct? I have not seen that one either. <gasps> Arnold Schwarzenegger's very first film. Ah, I I I don't know about that one. I feel, oh my. I feel, yeah, I think it's on Tubi or something. If you're interested, well. it's definitely worth a watch. It's of similar quality. Instead All of right. finding a beautiful young dame and her dad, he finds a beautiful young dame, her dad, and a pretzel vendor. Well, <laughs> now you sold me. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Pretzi, Pretzi makes that movie. <laughs> was that, uh, was that late eighties as well? No, it was 80s? like 1968 or something. Okay, like, okay. It's definitely like Schwarzenegger's like first gotcha. thing. Yeah. Okay. He's hot off the boat. Very literally, he comes hot off a boat in the movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I loved how 80s this movie was. Oh, so 80s. Like, this movie oh. is a time capsule. This is now a period piece. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not a uh, a timeless piece. This is a time capsule piece. You're absolutely right. But you've got you like the the Michael Jackson beat it gang that harasses yeah. Jane, you know. You've got oh man, there was so much neon stuff, and it was it was great. It was, I was raised in the eighties, so that was that's yeah. my jam. So, so here's the thing: like a lot of people count like being dated. I'm going to use air quotes on that right. as a bad thing. I like it when a movie sort of a time capsule because again, it sort of mm-hmm. becomes a period piece. And I know it sounds weird to think of like. 70s 80s 90s movies being like a period piece but they are they are yeah they're of their time well hey there, there's only one girl in this movie so i is know it really... is it really a period piece i know 
That joke no, will never a, not be that, funny. That's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one who made that joke, guys, yeah. before you get mad at me. I called something else a period piece. Our co-host uh, said, is it though? And I said, yes, it's got women in it. And then I believe I was asked to leave the show. <laughs> Uh, but Tarzan in Manhattan comes from, uh, this will actually explain a lot of things, from director Michael Schultz. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he has over 100 credits since 1972, but, oh, damn. I mean, specifically in like the 70s and 80s and stuff, uh, he did Cooley High. Oh, uh, yeah. He did, he did do one episode of The Rockford Files. So is that all about like Cooley Loaches? Uh, sure, whatever <laughs> the hell those are. What are you talking about? <laughs> for an aquarium they're little bottom dwellers uh, yes it's a it's about little bottom dwelling fish being in an airplane oh so it's called cooley high, they Thanks, go to high it was one of his early fish. films they go to fish school steve uh, okay how about, how about this movie car wash have you ever heard of that one i mean there's Working a song the car wash. <laughs> yeah yeah there was a movie made around the song oh well, i've seen the movie there's a lot of pros oh yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of huggy bear you know? oh yeah uh, he also did Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Uh, the Jerk 2. Did you know there was a sequel to The Jerk? Yes, and I never watched yep, it. I haven't watched it, it but I've heard of it. Yeah. It's like the remake of Point Break. It doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Last Dragon, speaking of the 80s. Oh, yeah. I remember oh, that. Oh, that just came out. What? The Disney one. No, that's Raya and the Last Dragon, which I was actually kind of hoping there would be a subplot about the glow and Shogun would be the bad guy, but... But no, instead it's an Avatar ripoff. Jeez, yeah, Disney. Uh, then Crush Groove. There we go. Now we're getting into this time frame. What is Crush Groove? Oh, babe, you are so white. <laughs> Yes, Steve. I grew up on a goat farm. You're talking about the LL Cool J classic crush group. <laughs> no, I don't know. Was he Steve? Uh, no, no. Oh no, our marriage is alive. Uh, and then the Spirit, uh, 1987. You know that uh, that uh, comic book adaptation movie, The Spirit. That's oh the yeah, it was the prequel to The Phantom. Yeah, pretty much. Well. <laughs> They did one in 1987 starring Sam Jones. Yes, good old Flash Gordon oh. himself. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, he did that. Uh, Disorderlies, which I think starred uh, he the Heavy Boys, right? Or the uh, Oh, uh, that's the Scrubs re uh, prequel. <laughs> yeah, yep, totally. Then this. Then a bunch of episodes of Everything Young Indiana Jones. <gasps> yes! Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Charmed, Blackish, The Arrow, Charmed. Ally McBeal, New Girl, basically just a bunch of TV stuff. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a good variety of stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, that is like, great. That's not locking somebody down into one genre or type of that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and, it, and it shows in this movie where it's like, oh, yeah, I can see, I totally see Crush Groove in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> or the last dragon or something you know? i don't know if i see charmed but yeah well you have to rewatch it little little ally mcbeal uh, no I don't know. <laughs> you know what for somebody my age i've seen way too much ally mcbeal <laughs> <laughs> you remember when that was uh, that creepy Robert dancing Jr. baby 
Yeah. <laughs> Remember that when that was uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, return to film and, oh, that's and right. cinema yeah. and whatnot, and then he got high and they fired him. That's right. Yeah. By the way, guys, the episode of Ellie McBeal because he plays the like boyfriend who they were sort of setting up for marriage, and then yeah, Robert Downey like slid back into drugs, and they decided that was like a deal breaker. The episode where they break up. You can tell they cut that around him nothing. Oh. <laughs> like leave a voicemail or something. Just about. It's sort of like at the beginning of the episode, it's like, hey, so I have a secret daughter and ex-wife in another state. I have to go. Bye. <laughs> I have to go back to my home planet now. <laughs> and then the rest of the episode is her like, oh, and he like pats her on the head or something when they say goodbye. And so she's obsessed over that. <laughs> Wow. Like, Man, I'm glad I cut up like season three. <laughs> By the way, I think I was like 12 while watching this and like, oh, this is what I get to expect from adult romance. <laughs> nice pat on the head. <laughs> nice little there, there head pass. You prepared you yeah, for me. Exactly. It's like, oh, babe, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry your blank died. There, there. there, there. <laughs> Stephen was my grandmother. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I mean, I know. it's tough. You know. Or was it my jade plant? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, I know, but keep your chin up, Bucko. You're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People get shot every day, B. You'll be all right. No, relationship <laughs> advice out there. Uh, marry a gal whose uh, grandparents are already dead, and then you don't have to deal with that, just like Steve did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, you know, it's, it's like... It's like picking out somebody you're going to hunt. Make sure they have nobody that really is going to yeah. be looking for them. You right? want somebody with a decent to mediocre credit and right. who uh, doesn't really have that many relatives to die off, so you mm-hmm. don't have to deal with it. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So Tarzan and Manhattan. <laughs> um, well, you know, we did we did get hunting tips from this movie. Like, if you oh, want right. to hunt the lion, yeah. you want to hunt the lion, you never go in the lion's den. That's right. So The, the star of Airwolf told us that one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Uh, so, so the cast, yeah, Joe, Joe Laura, whoever he is, plays Tarzan. Uh, we got Kim Crosby as Jane Porter, Jan Michael Vincent as Brightmore. <laughs> but wait and of for course, it. Tony Curtis as Archimedes Porter. <laughs> Archie. Oh, you can call me Archimedes. <laughs> oh, New Yorkers. Yeah. I, I had no idea Tony Scott was in this until it started and his name came up. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, is this the <laughs> same? Is this the same guy? Please tell me this is the same guy. I was like, oh my gosh. It says like special guest appearance, Tony Curtis as Archimedes Porter. Yeah. And even special or guest star appearance by whoever John Seneca is as uh, Juan Lipschitz. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, okay. And that's not the end of the like special, the the special uh, cast on this because we'll get to it. But in the end credits... Oh, are you talking about the soundtrack? <laughs> the oh, soundtrack. yeah, 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 yeah. Holy sh- you, you watched the, the credits to see who did the soundtrack? I did. Oh, I sent him the picture. Oh, uh, I, yes. I sent him the snapshot. But <laughs> he's like, well, if I need to tell, tell somebody what this is ahead of time. <laughs> this sums it up completely. Oh, my God. It's just a sort of like, what is the budget of this TV movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it later, guys. But, yeah, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Um all right, so the movie starts. We get Tarzan just quote unquote swinging in the jungle. Obviously, it's like a rope hooked up to a zip line and stuff. We get the, 
Which have, he does quite a few times in this movie. He does. Much he more does. than almost any other uh, Tarzan movie we're doing this particular month. Oh, I don't, a lot of them use that same, like, I, I assume it's like public the, domain or the whatever. The Georgia right now. the Jungle Caller. Yeah. Well, have you guys ever been out and taken the tour for Warner Brothers out in Burbank? Yeah. So you can uh, you can take the tour. Yeah, Studios, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can go to Warner Brothers Studios and you can take a tour, and it's actually pretty cool. It's it's similar to what you get at Universal Studios, except it's a lot more personalized. They only oh, do okay. like ten people in a in a extended golf cart, but they t- they took us through, and I recognize that back lot, especially the jungle scenes. That's like a little piece of uh, forestry that they have on set on scene. And they do a lot of TV movies there. Um, anytime you need some kind of jungle or forest or something on a low budget, then they rent that out. And that's, I, they kept that every scene in the jungle was from that same angle. And it just cracked me up because that's about the only angle you can shoot because there's businesses on either side. So yeah, it's, it's like 200 square feet of jungle. Or, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that's probably. <laughs> But like, I, mean, I like to say that's where uh, they they shot Bruce Campbell's appearance in Congo, but even that was more like <laughs> yeah, it's more like a stage, <laughs> and we're just gonna put up a tree. That's and... the uh, jungle dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> the scenes when uh, Cheetah's driving through New York City. I'm like, yep, that's the Warner Brothers backlot. That's fantastic. Yep, as seen in like The Untouchables. Uh huh. <laughs> And Tarzan in Manhattan. I believe Expendables 2. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we see Tarzan playing in the back lot at Warner Brothers. And, uh, and then... And then we see a chimp stranded, I guess, on some bamboo floating in the middle of what appears to be a swimming pool, but, you know, like a waterfall kind of thing. Uh, and he's like, ha, 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 uh, silly chimp named Cheetah. Like, wait, what? Is that... Doesn't that get confusing after a while, calling a chimp Cheetah? But, right? I mean, Tony Curtis is going to call him Chiquita the whole movie, so... <laughs> Well, so what I loved about that whole thing was he couldn't get the chimp's name right while, like, while simultaneously correcting everybody on his name. Right, yeah. right. Meanies. <laughs> so, so the chimp is like, you know, stuck out there. He's like, ha, 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 uh, silly monkey. Oh shit, there's a crocodile. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, like, Tarzan swings over, saves him, and the chimp's like, hey, you know, doing chimp things. <laughs> And he's like, hey, watch your language. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening there? Chief just got a filthy mouth. Yeah, and then uh, and then some random guy in a Hawaiian shirt shows up. <laughs> Apparently his name's Joseph. Uh, and he drops off some books for Tarzan. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, he's got to go open the store. So, you know, he left the store to drop off the books, and then he's got to go back. So, yeah. Come on, Tarzan, <laughs> as Steve and I know from our extensive, I mean extensive Tarzan research, he is like a, a nobleman. He is like oh, the yeah. heir to grace mm-hmm. of, which we're going to find out later in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's got to be well-read. Yeah. Uh, he also is very fluent in all of the animal languages as well. Yeah, he speaks hippo. Yeah, that's a, that's a rare one. Like a lot of people can, you know, they can say that they can talk to apes and you know communicate with elephants and stuff like that. But when you're talking to a hippo, that's impressive. 
the most dangerous animal in Africa. <laughs> uh, fun fact, hippos actually communicate through their buttholes and flatulence. No. Is that true? I don't think that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, how, how can it not no. be? They use ears and eyes and snorts <laughs> like most other animals. Okay. Their, their vocal cords are in their sphincter. <laughs> By the way, uh, I am extremely fluent in cats. If you'd like oh. to know the most common cat phrase used in our house, it's, get the fuck off of that, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> And followed by, where's oh, my food? Yeah. Yes. And then also followed by, stop eating plastic. <laughs> yeah. I That drives me crazy. Oh, and he starts oh, chewing on a plastic bag. I'm like, no, stop it. Well, and I love how it's like, it's oh, it's almost always like you're watching your cat and you're like, look at you. You're a miniature panther. You're a beautiful, uh-huh. graceful hunter. We have domesticated and brought into our homes. Don't eat plastic, you goddamn moron. <laughs> This is one continuous thought. <laughs> this is true. This is, that's very true as a cat owner. <laughs> I, and I have a black cat too. So definitely the panther I, works. Yeah. You know what I don't see enough in nature documentaries? Tigers eating their assholes out. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's just not something you see on that geo. That's they all. they tend to cut that, but I feel like that's like 90% of awake cat content. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, also, we learned from seeing the tigers at the zoo, even tigers will play in boxes. Oh, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it's always cool. fun to watch. Uh, yeah. The uh, San Francisco Zoo gives uh, gives their tigers like refrigerator boxes people donate. <laughs> nice. And they are constantly in the boxes. <laughs> that's, that's great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, so Tarzan got some books and he uh, hands them off to Cheetah, his chimpanzee. I have to say that every time, otherwise you'll think he's talking to a, t- you know, a little mini cat or a medium-sized cat. Are, are they really big cats? They're big cats. I think it's they're big. like one of the smallest of the big cats. Yeah, but they but they also purr. They do because cats who can purr can't roar, and cats who can roar cannot purr. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was like yeah. the difference. It's like the difference between an ape and a monkey, or yeah, an ape and yeah. a monkey. Like yeah. one has one a tail, tail, one doesn't. Except a gibbon, that's a lesser ape, and blah blah blah. So yeah. is this like a like a lesser cat? A cheetah's a lesser yeah. cat. Yeah. Well, and again, we went to a wildlife sanctuary once, and they had a cheetah who was in an awesome pen, just like frolicking because it was his almost his dinner time, and he was meowing at us. And Steve was like, "All right, where's the hidden recording?" <laughs> like, literally, this huge cheetah. Che- Cheetah comes up and he's just like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like, oh, maybe there's little baby cheetahs running around or something. I'm just not seeing them. And it's like, nope, that's the big one. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so, so he hands the, the books off to Cheetah the Chimp mm-hmm. and is like, here, take these back to the treehouse, Cheetah. <laughs> Isn't that a throwback to the like 30s or 40s movies? Isn't his chimp called Cheetah in the old, old, old Tarzan? I'm, I'm sure it probably is. I, I, I think know. so. I think uh, so. And he's like, yeah, go do that while I, I don't know, go this way for some reason. And it's like, well, it was nice knowing you, Cheetah. Because um, he just, yeah, well, because he just saved Cheetah from something. Yeah, yeah from the crocodile. What, what was Tarzan going to do? Yeah. Tarzan was going to go finish the thing he saved Cheetah from. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, here, take these treehouse. I got to go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but since this was a TV movie, they couldn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the treehouse. I gotta go take a shit. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, 
and then we start seeing the uh, the beady-eyed gorillas of this movie that are uh, people in suits. Oh my god, that was some the gorilla of the, suits. That that gorilla suit with the plastic lips was just killing me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's the best part of the movie, like... and by best part, I mean it's the most horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's one shifty-eyed ape, I gotta say. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy, and then they're gonna like keep cutting back to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, I already saw it, and it's always in the exact same spot because they only have forty square feet to shoot from. Yeah. Uh, Our bathroom, I think, is bigger than this jungle area. It, it really <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, but we also see there's some poachers uh, lurking around in the, woods or the forest or jungle or whatever. And they're like, oh, I think I see him right over here. And then we see Tarzan, you know, wiping, I guess, finishing up whatever he's doing. <laughs> and here's Cheetah! <gasps> you see him like running off and swinging and all this other stuff. And then he finds <gasps> a dead gorilla lying on the ground. Oh, no! No! Ka! <laughs> And I'm like, wait, is the gorilla's name Ka? Because we've watched a lot of Jungle Book movies recently, too. And I'm like, uh... Wait, wait, that's a gorilla, not a snake. That's not Ka. <laughs> well, well, and then after doing that, he then yells, Mama! <laughs> and I'm like, what? At which point it made Steve pause the movie and go, did he just call that gorilla his mother? Yeah, that, that threw me. But I did like that they explained it later. Oh yes. yeah, later. I mean, <laughs> but at the time, not, I'm like, wait, what? That's <laughs> where it's like, whoa, Tarzan, what, what's going on here, bro? Yeah, but we we then cut to him, bear, like finishing off burying the gorilla and like like having a little mini eulogy and everything, and then he decides, you know, I should look around and see if anything else has happened besides this gorilla getting shot. Oh shit, Aww. cheetah's missing too. <laughs> Where's cheetah? I'm like, yeah, it's a good, like, eh, cut to four hours later when he's done burying a hole, putting a grill in it, covering it up, you know, saying a couple Hail Marys, I don't know, whatever, but, and then, like, you know, I should see if they're, like, 20 feet this way. Right? Or, hey, if they are poachers, maybe we should uh, head down to the the airport or the docks or whatever and Mm -hmm. stop them before they leave the country. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he finds cheetah's gone, and yeah, he also finds like a like a cigar, a little cigar butt or cigar wrapper or something. Uh-huh. He smells it. He's like, mm, "This is what the hunter smells like." <laughs> he sniffs a lot of things in this movie. <laughs> oh, he sniffs the remote control later. Yeah, <laughs> I loved how they just had the random jeep left alone, though. Like they deserted the jeep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He finds a little like you know Jeep or Land Rover or whatever. Oh, this is after he hops on the local Uber, which is an elephant. Oh yes, rides it over there. (laughs) I just love that. uh, They have the shot of the elephant walking up, and then there's just this Jeep just sitting there, out in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, that's where he finds the matchbook. Yeah, the matchbook like in the cushions, and it's like, uh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, this is a thing. Also, so these poachers or whatever, they poached, got the chimp and whatever else they were poaching, just left the car there and took right whatever their bounty is to the airport? Yeah, that's. I'm like, you're going to get penalized for not returning the rental or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a perfectly good Jeep, too, but... 
Oh yeah, yeah. Not even any cracks in the little uh, little upholstery or anything. Like yeah. it's it would look brand new, nineteen eighty nine. Hell, Steve would buy that Jeep today. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. Basically, he then runs over to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He swings over to Joseph's <laughs> store, like in through the window and everything. And basically, he's like, "What is this? I found this in this thing that may have something to do with Cheetah being kidnapped. I have to get to New York." And Joseph's like, oh, New York. Oh, you oh. Like, man, in the 80s? Have you seen Taxi Driver? <laughs> <laughs> Times Square is not what it used to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're going to need a passport, money, and everything. And Tarzan's like, I've got something better than money. And he has like his little pouch on his loincloth. And I'm like, prostitution? Oh, what is it, cocaine? <laughs> what do you got in there? It's gorilla hands. Duh. Let me put it this so much on the black market. <laughs> yeah, right? Let me put it this way. It's worth its weight in meth. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... It's a goldfish. It's worth its weight in fish. Ah. <laughs> but uh, of course, Joseph's like, well, if you're going to New York, you know, you have to be prepared. You're going to find things more cunning than a snake. More fierce than the Simba the Lion. New Yorkers. New Yorkers. So here's a question. Would you guys rather be trapped in an elevator with a lion or trapped in an elevator with a New Yorker? Let's pick Tim Yobo since so many people oh, know him. Oh, I don't know. A, a Yobo level New Yorker. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe Yobo? Maybe. Has, has the tiger I mean, been you're fed a large recently? Man, so you and the, the lion would physically take up a lot of volume. Yeah, you know I just don't like cats. So. <laughs> Says the guy who all cats think is God's gift to cats. Oh, what the, probably because they know I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. They're indifferent to you too. So, oh no, cats literally like Steve's junk must be made of catnip. Cats <laughs> think Steve is God's gift to cats. Every cat, like people are like, my cat's really shy. They're, it's in Steve's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's all I'm never not going to have that image in my head now whenever I think of Steve. <laughs> Steve was just junk made of catnip. <laughs> yeah. uh, where were we? You're a pussy magnet, babe. It's true. It's true. Whether I like it or not. Despite your best efforts. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so where are we? Oh yeah, Tarzan goes to the airport. We then cut to you know Eastern Airlines flight going across uh, to a song where you can easily hear the lyrics are "Leave my, leave my monkey alone." <laughs> why, why is this song not in more things? This song, why is but why have I only heard this song now? Right, and we're gonna find out. We're gonna, We'll save it for when we get to the credits, but right. we'll find out who sings it. I have albums from this particular artist. <laughs> and but I you had no know idea this about this song. That's right. <laughs> well, I think you specifically have to get the TV movie soundtrack to Tarzan and Man. <laughs> it's only available there. <laughs> it's an exclusive track. Yes. Yes. Guys, Miami Connection just uh, just came out with its soundtrack. So I think the soundtrack could be coming out soon. <laughs> I was like, is this a is this a Snyder film? Because that needle drop is pretty much on point right there. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> well be, and I'm Tarzan flying. <laughs> flying through the sky so high. Oh, a mission to save my chimp cheetah. We made me wear pants on this flight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the other thing that he had to get told is that he had to be um he had to get pants before he could go on the on the flight. <laughs> yeah, he had to wear Levi's and a wife beater. And you can't you can't take a knife either. Oh, uh yeah, we'll get to that here in a second because <laughs> he lands at the airport. Yeah. And uh he, uh Joseph also gave him a passport that I assume was like drawn in crayon on a piece of paper. Sorry, so he's it's like the best I can do. Best I can do on such short notice. <laughs> and of course the customs agent's like, Yeah, we got a problem here. And of course, like security takes them and throws them in a jail cell. But the line was like, they, okay. But the line when they throw him in the jail cell, he says, Where are you taking me? And the, the, the police officer's like, I think it's something like the Hilton or something. Yeah. <laughs> we were thinking about the plaza. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like oh my gosh, he's got to cross over with Home Alone too. No. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, so I throw him in a jail cell. He like looks around for about twelve seconds, and then starts taking his pants off. And I'm like, "Whoa, hold on, yeah. buddy! Oh, this uh, this may be just because we watched all six seasons of Oz in about a month, <laughs> but uh, that is not the move to make." Look, Steve. He he said before he has something worth more than money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He's talking about his catnip cock. <laughs> or that sweet, sweet butthole. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, so he, he strips down, takes his pants off and his shirt off and everything, <laughs> and then just starts pulling at the jail bars. And everybody's like, yeah, here we go again. Some crazy dude. Oh, shit, he pulled them off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently he's on Rikers Island, which yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want the follow-up sequel movie. What? What name did Joseph pick for his passport that was so bad it sent him straight to Rikers? Right, right. Adolf Hitler Jr. <laughs> right. <laughs> Adolf Hitler Griebels. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like I would say like Osama bin Laden Jr., but like no, this is eighty nine. Like, yeah, he's the, still the an first... ally at that point. Yeah, see, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. Saddam Hussein, but he has just gotten the key to Detroit. So. No, see, he's also an ally. By the way, watching like these older movies and stuff, we we have no especially like, especially seems prevalent in like low budget action movies where it's like, oh yeah, our best friend, uh, like yeah, let, let, yeah, like Hassan, Hassan the, the Hussein. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. talking about Rambo three, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Uh, times. Um, anyway, so so he pulls the bars off the window and just jumps out oh, right into the East River. And they instantly open fire. Yeah, they're just like, plow, plow, plow. What was that? I don't know. Keep shooting. I would say that's the most accurate police response I've seen in a movie. That's probably time. true. And they like light dynamite and throw it in there just to be safe. <laughs> and then and then like they do the like, did you hear that yell? Yeah, I'd yell too if I fell in that river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea how many syringes are out there? So he was able to walk across the, the, yeah, the just walk across the East River. <laughs> well, you know, Kramer from Seinfeld, he was able to swim in it. So you know it's okay. Oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. That that was like late nineties. We're talking eighty nine. Yeah, <laughs> this was the Trailblazer. There we go. Uh, so yeah, so Tarzan eventually just pops up in the middle of a bridge. Don't ask how he got up there. We'll just assume he climbed. See, yeah, there might have been a metal support. He's yeah. from the jungle. He can climb. If he has something to climb, though, if it's yeah. a bridge. Bridges have supports. Yeah, in the middle? there's a support in the, in the in the river, in the ocean. All right, all right, we'll go with that. Um, <laughs> we so just didn't see the that. Top and drops down on a bus and rides it into Times Square. Oh, I was just going to say that's one of the more believable parts of this movie too, because you know that in New York nobody's going to like give a, a notice to a guy in a loincloth riding on top of a bus. That's just a Tuesday. Yeah, right. yeah, you know that's but not like, drawing any I attention in San Francisco or... for a decade that would be normal for San Francisco as well <laughs> I would not like I'd be like huh oh. all right naked guy on the bus I'm sure a okay. young naked cowboy was like huh I got some ideas <laughs> yeah but uh this is also in Times Square where uh Tarzan learns to whistle will it come back later <laughs> no not really <laughs> but he sees a lady who's like whistling at a cab who stops and she keeps whistling at it yeah. until she opens the door <laughs> So you really know she whistled for that cab. We then also see another taxi driver. Mm -hmm. This is Jane, everybody. Jane Porter, taxi driver. Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch what you're driving here. Jane Porter. <laughs> so, uh, somebody whistles. She pulls over. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. He tries to whistle. He can't do it. So he does his Tarzan yell. Oh, that's right. Yes. And then, and then he gets in and she goes, well, that's a new one for me, even in New York. <laughs> Oh, I thought she was saying that about, you know, this man in a loincloth just getting in the back seat, but yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, that's absolutely, I feel like, normal New York. Would you, yeah, that's, would you that's think that would be weird new. if you got an Uber in San Francisco with a guy in a loincloth? Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be more well, like, dude, I would put on some but, shoes. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, it's at this point I want to point out, Tarzan not only is wearing a loincloth, mm -hmm. He also has his sack, we find out, is filled with jewels and a jewels. knife. It's his he family jewels. Was he hiding it in, you know, nature's pocket <laughs> while he was in jail? He was under the jeans. Because the, the cops didn't take his jeans off. He took his jeans off right. in the cell. Right, that's true. Uh, okay, okay. I'll you know, they that. didn't put him in a jumpsuit, so they didn't do any kind of strip search. Yeah. All right, and then Jane, you know, trying to make conversation with this, you know, hunky dude in the back seat. Uh, she's kind of like, "So, uh, what do you, what do you do for a living? <laughs> you, uh, you an actor in the circus or something?" He's like, "I'm I, Tarzan I, of the Apes." Oh, okay, okay. But like, what do you do for money? I just am. Oh, I philosopher. Do. I am. <laughs> that was a great one. And he's like, here, can you take me to this place on this uh, this little matchbox that I got? And do you have enough oh, cash? Oh, oh, yeah, here, let me uh, pull out a... Oh, here, here's a ring from like 17th century France or something. Oh, yeah, I'll take you wherever you want to go. Uh, just so you know, this place we're going to has a dress code, so... Uh, you need a jacket. <laughs> I love how she knows the dress code of all the different businesses in New York City. Oh, oh, she, 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 she's the highest uh, taxi driver. She's also like a concierge. Yes, you know? yes. And then, okay, then we get a scene where the, I guess they're going through like Central Park or something, and they see a guy on like a motorized skateboard <laughs> with like a little two-cycle engine on the back, and I'm like, was that ever really a thing? He's got wheels yes. on his feet. 
<laughs> that was a thing. They were around in California, like until the like early two thousands, uh, and they okay. were that fucking loud. Yeah, well, yeah, it was like a two stroke engine or whatever. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, apparently that startles a horse. So just like Hercules in New York, we have a runaway <laughs> Central Park horse carriage thing, <laughs> and Tarzan's like, "Quick, pull alongside!" Like what? <laughs> I, and I love this. I love the shot where they're pulling up next to the horse, and the horse. And the cab are going about one mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the horse isn't even running. It's just kind of like trotting. It's and kind like of slowly trotting. And the cab's pulling up next to it. <laughs> well, yeah, here's the thing. Like, are you even a carriage horse in New York if you can't handle something with a small motor driving by? It's a good like, point. Like, like, literally, when, like, when we had the farm stuff when we did the farm stuff there was a little tiny parade in our little tiny town and the test to see if your horse could be in the parade was they would fire off a blank from a gun next to its head <laughs> and it, that's where the term a horse that's bulletproof comes from because they won't get spooked by it okay because they're deaf we randomly found out that uh our wild caught mustang was bulletproof she didn't care about that now if you had a tiny yeah. spritzer bottle near her she would lose her goddamn mind yeah, that, that, that's only bulletproof level one bulletproof level two is a spritzer bottle hide. you only need bulletproof oh. level one to perform in a parade oh, okay. because of course the uh what is it the, the shriners are going to go through and fire off their yes. the, the ceremonial mini cars their tiny cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireworks, people, firecrackers. Yeah, yeah. You met Dusty. Dusty yeah, does course. not give a fuck about that. But again, like you go to put some fly spray on her to keep flies from eating her eyeballs out, she loses her goddamn. The <laughs> <mind>. guns, <laughs> no problem. She didn't care. Yeah. Well, all right. So yeah, so they pull alongside. Tarzan jumps on the horse and is like, "Whoa, Nelly, Ungawa, or you know, whatever, to get the horse to stop." <laughs> and. uh and okay, so he saves the day and he's like walking back to the taxi cab and Jane just fucking divulges her Tinder profile. She's like, I'm 26, I'm single. Uh, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've only been in a relationship for up to two months. I always call it off and I have a master's in computer science. And I'm like, God damn. Steve, she didn't have her DTF shirt ready. On <laughs> she needed to let him know otherwise. <laughs> I'm also into anal. What's that? Well, I'll show you. Oh, yeah. Down, on the back of my business card is everything I don't do. It's blank. Yeah. Yeah. It just says blank. dishes. Oh, so you've seen my business card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so then... Uh, then we cut to... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. It was like the soup place. Like, it's, uh, But it's in a mall. They're, they're like... Oh, was it the mall? Yeah, yeah. But like green sleeves is playing in the background. And I'm like, Wait a is this like a Christmas party or something they're going to? But um, yeah, we get some background where he's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm the son of Lord and Lady Greystoke and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, so you're rich. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. They died. So <laughs> I was raised by apes in the jungle. And she's like, that's very interesting. So then they go clothes shopping. <laughs> okay, when they go clothes shopping, and uh, they're like, "Oh, we accept all major credit cards, and even three of the shadier ones." <laughs> and Jane's like, "Well, why don't you show them your family jewels?" Like, Excuse me, <laughs> I'm 
beg your pardon? Steve, it is show me your family jewels from a guy in a loincloth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so, uh, oh, so I'm just kidding. Get... I've got plastic. Don't yeah. worry, I got this cabinet. He gave me a ring once. <laughs> you, what do you, look, want? you wouldn't put a ring on it, so I got this cabinet. <laughs> By the way, there's a shocking amount of women that would work for. That's true. <laughs> you give them a shiny ring. Also, Jane is a jewelry appraiser because she, oh, yeah, she he handed her legit. a sparkly ring yeah. and she knows it's legit. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> We then cut to Tarzan in a plaid suit. And uh... yeah, that sports jacket. Steve, you need that sports jacket. I may have that somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically go to this, uh, I don't know, like a dinner club or something where these, these matches are from. <laughs> and they find like the big fishbowl that's just filled with the match boxes. They're like, wait, so anybody can just have these? Dang it, this gets me nowhere. And Jane's like, yeah, let me have a look at that matchbox. Uh, my dad was a cop, so I know, like, yeah, we common tried. things of, like, how to find somebody. <laughs> oh, look, there's a phone number on here. What's a phone number? I don't know, but here's mine. <laughs> you know, what phone? You type it in and uh, you can call she, them up. Yeah, so she's even more direct than that. She's like, hey, let's head back to my place to make this call. Right? It's like, wait, wait, wait. How long is she going to stay alive as a cabbie taking home fares in New York? <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about you. It makes me trust you. Maybe it's that loincloth. <laughs> that knife on your side. That huge know. fucking knife that looks like you made out of a... Is that handle made of bone? Is that something you killed? <laughs> It's a hyena jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Damascus or just forged? <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Forged and Fire guys. <laughs> By the way, I learned two things from that show. One, I know nothing about knives whatsoever. And two, making knives is hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and three, it's not anything I want to do. I want to make a knife about as bad as I want to participate in a Naked and Afraid, which is not at all. <laughs> oh, oh, but we'll still judge people like. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll be naked in our underwear, eating snacks, and being like 1070, stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you do it, Damascus. You dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna you're gonna freeze to death out there, lady, as we're like eating pizza. <laughs> I won't lie. That's one of my favorites. We it, there always seems to be a naked and afraid marathon on when oh, yeah. we're in hotels during non you know non COVID. Uh huh. And so yeah, we're like in bed eating yep. a pizza. We had delivered to our room with mm -hmm. the air conditioner on, and it's like. You only picked a bucket. A, a lean-to, really? You're not really? going to make it. <laughs> Can't handle 78 degrees at 9 a.m.? Pussy. Yeah. Like. So I've got to... Uh, hey, you know, like, hey, babe, can you turn that down to like 62? <laughs> so I've got a do case of swamp penis. Sauce or do I have the buffalo sauce? <laughs> we are incredible. Um, so... <laughs> so... So we cut to outside Jane Porter's apartment. And then, oh man, we meet one of the MVPs of this movie. Yes. Good old Juan Lipschitz. <laughs> who is the leader of this, like, yeah, West Side Story game. It's, it's West Side Story yeah. meets Michael Jackson's Beat It. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Except and, these guys don't dance. And they have a golden lab, the scariest <laughs> of dogs. Yes. Right. The most ferocious of animals. <laughs> Everyone knows you can't trust the lab. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, but Juan here, who even makes a makes a statement of like, yeah, Juan Lipschitz. I'm the the offspring of two people from different side of the tracks who love each other very much, or something like that. <laughs> and uh, he pulls a knife, and Tarzan's like, nope, fuck that noise. Takes the knife, puts like, his ass a little bit. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah, and the dog's like growling, and they're like, "That dog could disembell you with one word." And Tarzan's like, "I wouldn't give him that word then." Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah as he's like holding him up like the fucking Undertaker by his throat. Which yeah. is the fucking smoothest line in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, for living in a jungle, Tarzan's got some good lines. He does, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like he watched a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Deadpool's actually my favorite. Yeah. Uh, so, so then, uh, yeah, they call the number that's on the Matchbox thing, and it's to the the Brightmore Foundation. And she's like, "Oh yeah, this just that's a, a random dead number because these guys like raise money for charity and stuff like that." It's like the richest guy in New York, who's not Donald Trump. Wait, <laughs> yeah, wait a minute, <laughs> he's even richer. He actually has money. So then, so then she's like, "Well, I guess that led nowhere. I'm gonna go take a shower, and then we'll get back to finding your monkey friend." Put your pants back on in case my dad comes by. <laughs> no, not, not even that. She's just like, "Whatever you do, don't answer the phone." Because he's or, back. You know. He's back in his clothes. Yeah, oh, don't, yeah. Because yeah. he's gonna take them off again. Yeah, yeah. He's still in that suit or whatever. Yeah. And then, yeah, this is where he's, like, smelling the remote control and turns on the TV and somehow and a radio keeps... across the room. He turns well, he on he the turns blender. On the, the volume. He keeps turning the volume up on the TV. Yeah. As he's, like, walking away from it. And then he turns on yeah, the but... blender and it gets all over him. It's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the blender, like, <laughs> spit the stuff on him. As we hear, like, Tony Curtis on the uh, answering machine, like, I know you're there, Jane. I'm right across the street. I'm going to come up there. I'm like, wait, what? Is this how far I know you said don't come over, but I'm coming I'm over. I'm coming over. Head from you. Yeah. And then you hear the pounding on the door. And Tarzan, in response to hearing the pounding on the door, rips his pants off and starts <laughs> wiping his face with them. No, no, that was because he had the blender stuff on him. That's why he took his clothes off. Yeah, But it's sure. in response to the door being pounded on. Yeah, well, yeah, it all kind of happens. Loud sounds, blah, blah, blah. Tony Curtis kicks down the fucking door, <laughs> right? gun drawn. He's like, who the hell are you? And what are you doing in my daughter's apartment? <laughs> and then uh, Jane comes out. You know, she's got her robe on. She's like, Dad, what are you doing out here? Like, turning the stereo down. <laughs> Put that gun down. He's a friend of mine. By the way, we need to make a note that Jane's door has been kicked in now. Yeah. So she has no way to lock her goddamn door. <laughs> and there's gangsters outside, so that's a problem. So yeah, we're introduced to her father, Archimedes Porter. Uh, you know, my daddy Archie Porter, Archimedes. <laughs> and then we get uh, a re basically it, we cut to night where like uh, Jane's still telling her dad. So I assume the recap of previous events took about four to six hours. Ah, you are also having cat issues. I saw you just chuck your cat. I see you're also having cat issues. Yes, <laughs> the cat wants to get into stuff. Oh, so. Kitty. oh there he is again. <laughs> we we are also chucking cats on this end. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's at nighttime. The dad like leaves or whatever, but he's like, you know, uh, don't worry, you know, we'll we'll figure this out. But uh, I got my eye on you, Tarzan. <laughs> And Jane's like, well, uh, I guess uh, I guess you can just stay here, you know, if you'd like. And 
uh, you know, there's a pull-out couch, and Tarzan's like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll have to sleep oh, in my really? bed. <laughs> no, actually, I'll sleep out on that uh, outside of the outside of your apartment on that vine thing. <laughs> Basically, the fire escape. I forget what he calls it. And she's like, uh, Oh, yeah, I, I guess you could do that too. After she puts her, her hands on his pecs. Yeah, totally. She's like, <laughs> she's oh, like, shit. so uh, where do you want to sleep tonight? Are you a top or a bottom? <laughs> He's like, actually, I'm an outside. And like, goes outside to sleep. She's like, all right, fine. I'll just, uh, I guess, go to sleep. No, well, I'll just be sleeping in here in my robe and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> we then, uh, we then cut to the middle of the night. And we see a little shadow walking behind her as she sleeps. Nope. Somebody throws her hand over her mouth. <laughs> and it's uh, Juan and the gang. They're uh, apparently coming looking for Tarzan and or raping her. It's going to be great. Oh, shit. Uh, but Tarzan, of course, pops up out of the rafters and fucking, like scissor kicks a dude and beats a couple others. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I love the, the lower leg headlock. That was great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so yeah, uh, one of them like pulls a bat, Tarzan snags it for a moment, like breaks it into like five pieces. <laughs> but that was autographed. Well, now you have two. <laughs> why would why would you bring an autographed bat to a rape? <laughs> but, but you know, Tarzan again with the witty one liner. Well, now you have two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like the next morning, they go to see Archie. Um, you know, the dad or whatever, because he's a private detective, and uh, they're basically like, all right, let's go look for this chip. Oh, by the way, somebody tried to rape me last night. What? Yeah, it's okay, though. Tarzan whooped their ass. Like, all right, I guess I like you now. <laughs> I still don't like you, but I gotta respect you. He's one of your better boyfriends. Yeah, right. <laughs> and just for that, I'm gonna take you guys out to lunch. <laughs> Smash cut to a hot dog stand. <laughs> yeah. You eat dogs in New York? Yeah, Get this probably. guy out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, for this Brightmore guy, we're in luck because he's going to be having some sort of party. You know, he's one of those uh, rich socialite types. We can just can't crash one of those parties and see what's up. And so we then cut to them, you know, basically outside the Playboy Mansion. And, <laughs> and it luckily, it's a costume party. So Tarzan oh, wearing a loincloth yeah. isn't out of place. I, lo I love the fact that it's not a themed costume party. It's just to come as whatever you want kind of costume party. Because there's yeah, a Santa Claus dancing. Like pirates or clowns or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. You got pirates dancing with Santa Claus. And you got, yeah, gypsies yeah. going on over there. And... Yeah, yeah, and so uh, they're like, "Oh, good, it's a costume party." Oh, look, and the catering truck just pulled up, <laughs> and they and we see like Tony Curtis like talking to the caterer, like, "Hey, here's a hundred bucks. Give me your costume." And I'm like, uh, "Actually, I'm catering this thing, so I'm already paid quite well, thank you." <laughs> but but no, instead uh, we see uh, uh, good old Tony Curtis dressed as Liberace. That I was my guess. favorite oh. part of the movie. Right. When, when he enters and he starts waving his arms with the long, I don't even know, sleeve cuff things. I don't yeah, even know the, what the those were. pirate tassels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he starts it. flipping those around and I'm like, I'm having flashbacks to some like it hot. This is really odd. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Tarzan's dressed as well, Tarzan, <laughs> you know. But where's Jane? We don't see Jane. 
Well, luckily she gets like a grand entrance as I don't know Cinderella. I guess she's supposed to be a little uh, little blonde wig on a big white dress and and of course this catches the eye of the host of the party, Brightmore, played by Jan Michael Vincent. Ooh, okay, to be fair, she catches the eye of everyone at the party. That's true. That's true. You can't miss her because they do literally like give her a massive intro. <laughs> <laughs> but I I kept thinking during this movie every time Jan Michael Vincent was on screen I'm like he looks like Vince McMahon from the WWE. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm just like I, I kept thinking, you know, oh my God, you could put Vince McMahon in this role, and it would it's so because it's it's this guy is so over the top with his acting. It's like, oh my gosh, this would fit right in on one of those Friday Night me, Wrestling stars. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah. So Brightmore like instantly goes for Jane and is like, hey, Hello. we're gonna dance now. I noticed your shirt that says DTF. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that boy. Uh, that was actually for another guy, but uh, thank you anyway. Yeah. Well, you tell whoever you came with that you're not going with him. Yes, right. <laughs> whoever you came with, you're coming home with me. <laughs> Actually, it's even better because the song that they dance to is Once Upon a Dream from Cinderella. (laughs) And I was even listening to it and it's like, this is Once Upon a Dream, right? And then we find out later when she like has to like run away, she like loses the slipper and everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all right. But yeah, but while while, while Jane's playing the honeypot, um, we, we we then see uh, you know Liberace and Tarzan talking to one another, and uh, he's basically like, you know, this would be a great time for us to go investigate and sneak around. And so they like uh, Tarzan's like, I smell animals this way. And then they like, yeah, welcome to New York. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Yeah, Jane like breaks away from uh, Brightmore to go take care of the i guess the lock to whatever room they're like it's behind here i can smell it and yeah it's a computer i can just uh make it so it believes its own its own bullshit <laughs> did you get that father figure that it's believing its own bullshit yes yes i understand everything that jane says all of the time yeah. no further questions <laughs> Oh, no, wait, that's right. The first door upstairs, he, like, Tarzan, like, gets the running, like, backflip or whatever yes, to, like, break down yes. the door. I mean, that's that's a wrestling finisher right there. Exactly. He, he doesn't just run and put his shoulder into the door. He does a, a flip and puts his whole back into the door. Yeah. And it uh, unlocks this, this room of death with, like, all the heads of, like, a rhino and a zebra and all kinds of impala and shit. I smell death. He smelled animals a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, and, and then this is where, uh, like, he, he's, like, smelling out the window. Is like, yeah, over there. I, I think I smell it over there. And Archie's like, okay, cool. Let's go check it out. <laughs> Smash cut to him wearing a cat burglar outfit. And they're, like, investigating right? the, the guest house. And <laughs> the, uh, well, so yeah, they, they go outside. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Archie, like, feels along the wall and finds the secret passage to the underground layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's right. And like, I, I guess along the way, they also run into Jane and he's basically like, hey, uh, we need you to uh, do some kind of distraction so we can check this place out. Oh, I'm great at distracting people. Where are my cherry bombs? 
Uh, yeah, there's like a whole fireworks display, like, I don't know, in the kitchen or something. She stumbles yeah, upon. Yeah, they, they say that they're going to have fireworks that night, but then they, they are storing them in a weird place, that's for sure. Yeah, it's like in the coat closet or something. <laughs> and, and Jane instantly like lights them and starts firing them into the party. And I'm like, oh right? shit, she's gonna like, kill half these people. Right? She she shoots one right into the punch bowl, and I know this has got to be a shitty party because that punch bowl does not burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> this was any kind of rich man's party. That bowl would be on fire. That you is call true. this jungle juice? <laughs> that should be a Molotov cocktail. Right. It's like a flambe bowl. <laughs> it's gonna blow. I call it a flaming Liberace. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Tarzan and uh, Archimedes—they're sneaking around uh, this this facility they broke into, and they uh, they find all these like apes and other animals like in cages, and one of them's cheetah. He's like, oh, cheetah. And so they break them out, but they also like set off the alarm. I think you know, o- opening a door or something, yeah. <laughs> or opening one of the cages, and then they start leaving. And a bunch of cowboys that I guess are the security <laughs> squad are like, "Oh, there he is!" Like they got tassels on everything, like pow, pow, pow. They got like six shooters, and I'm like, "Did they just travel in time?" <laughs> I want to see Tarzan versus cowboys in the middle of New York. Yeah, there, there's like a cutscene earlier in the movie where uh, Brent Moore's like, "Okay, guys, I know you're my security team, but I really like is, these parties to go." It all is out. costume night, so yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I figure is like, look, we're having a party. Everyone's going to be in dress. I need you guys to be dressed up too. But we still need to carry our guns. Be cowboys then, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, they're escaping and Tarzan gets shot. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you know, Jane pulls the car around. It's just like, Okay, was this just like a random town car? <laughs> because I don't remember them showing up in it or like what nope. they showed up in. But but yeah, they, she like pulls it around. Uh, Archimedes and Tarzan, you know, bleeding. <laughs> that fucking dying man. No, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's um, they're real bullets. Brightmores. Okay, yeah. So it's just one of the cars that was just out front or something. Yeah, right? yeah. Because they say it's Brightmore's limo, but it's a town car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they all hop in, drive off. Meanwhile, all the uh, people in the party are still like, do you believe those fucking fireworks? And now there's gunshots out here? What's <laughs> happening? The chef really needs to be more careful around explosives. Right. <laughs> and then, okay. You just can't good, get good help these days. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, okay, so they pull up in the town car in front of Jane's house or apartment yep. or whatever and they all run in and she like leaves like the car running with like yeah. the doors open and stuff and i'm like that's gonna get rough oh, that's gonna wait. get rough uh, yeah. within five seconds Juan and his buddies Juan are like group. oh shit free car and like drive <laughs> off in it and i'm like well played well played <laughs> yeah so we get a nice whole scene where uh you know a tarzan's been shot so uh we got to get that bullet out. Tracy, how are we going to do that? Well, do you have any uh, jungle feces that you can smear on the wound? Uh, no. Nope. Fresh out. But I, mean, I do have some feces. antiseptic. <laughs> yeah, some antiseptic and acetylene torch. Uh, will that do anything? <laughs> I love that he's heating up the knife. This is going back to Forged in Fire. 
You know, he's yeah. heating up that blade. He's got to make sure that it's tempered correctly, you know, before he uh, puts it in the oil. Quench that shit. <laughs> it's in my, I have to go into the quench. Yeah, you, and he you, quenches it in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you got some D lands in here. It's okay. It's just a fish out of blood. We're not chopping into the bone. We just got to get the bullet out of the soft tissue. The important thing is it will cut. <laughs> You've got the great line too. I've taken hundreds of bullets out of people. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, what kind of cop were you? Right? Well, it was like, the yeah, 80s in him, New York. Then I popped the bullet out because I wanted him to survive. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I popped the bullet out. And uh, I don't know. Tarzan's having like an infection or something. He's like having nightmares. A fever dream. Right? I thought they cleaned all this shit. <laughs> Yeah, they sterilize the knife, you know? Come on. Yeah, well, they were able to get a little jungle feces from uh, Cheetah a little later, <laughs> so that's probably the same They can effect. rub it in there. Yeah. And then uh, he's remembering, like, the crash of, like, his uh, his parents in what sounds like a motorcycle-turned-airplane. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have replaced the Cessna's engine with a motorcycle. <laughs> that was my first uh... mistake. <laughs> Don't worry, son. Everything will be fine. Yeah. So, so he's like, remember, get like a fever dream, and then it like also cuts in the creepy beady-eyed gorilla that apparently was the, <laughs> the mom that raised him and stuff. And so it's like, oh shit, this this is this just this got is real terrifying. Also, this kid is like nine and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, it shows like crashing, and then the gorilla like hugging it, like, oh, you'll be okay. I'll raise you. <laughs> And then, uh, and then Tarzan wakes up and sees Jane wearing his pearl necklace. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, sorry, I was just, you know, you were spasming behind me and I thought I'd check out your jewels. I thought I'd check out the family jewels while you were passed out. And of course he's like, well, it looks, uh, it looks beautiful on you. Oh, you think? Oh, oh you're very sweet. <laughs> I love how Jane sounds like Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> then we get a nice little scene where uh, uh, Tony Curtis and Cheetah are like watching TV. <laughs> Just then they're like, ah, what do you want to watch? <laughs> oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're bonding. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, ah, you're, you're, you're all right there, Cheetah. Here, finish my beer. Uh, oh, God. I think that's what you don't want. I don't think you want a drunk chimp. No, no. I feel like that's a wildly dangerous animal. <laughs> and then you got it drunk. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about the chimp or Tony Curtis? Both. So then, the, yeah, the next day they decide that, like, hey, uh, you know, apparently there's a, uh, you know, we saw the other animals there in this facility. And we got to free them because we saw this one where, like, the brain was, like, scooped out. They were experimenting on it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, we can do that. Uh, meanwhile, at the, I guess, security station um, at Brightmore, they're like, okay, here's here's the video, the, you know, tape video surveillance. Oh, looks like he dropped his ID. Zoom in and hands. Yes! <laughs> he picked it back up. Zoom in more. Zoom in more. Because you know that they had, they had super high def cameras back in the 80s. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. I mean, highest death. the highest quality of, yeah. And they were even able to adjust the angle on it, too, <laughs> yeah. so it looked like the ID was pressed up to the camera. Yeah. It's like, perfect. 
And so, yeah, so they know, oh, shit, it's that Archimedes Porter guy. Well, let's go pay him a visit, shall we? We then cut to uh, Archimedes is sneaking into Brightmoor because he has to, you know, get some evidence. And, you know, they always keep these papers and, you know, in these folders and stuff. And I know right where they do it so we can find out what's going on there. Smash cut to him when, like, a janitor sea captain <laughs> outfit. Like, it's like overalls, and he's pushing around a well, mop, and he's got a big old mustache and, like, a sea captain hat. It's Well, anything's possible during the cutaway. That's yeah, the I mean, number one rule of filmmaking. So, <laughs> well, I mean, last time they did the cutaway, he changed to a cat burglar outfit. So, <laughs> see, <laughs> he finds the, the yeah. plans. That's right. Yeah, he like takes the pictures of the plans, like with the camera, and so there's like a roll of film of like these pictures. And as he like goes outside and like you know throws the mop away or whatever to like drive off, we see someone's like watching him, and he's like, "Okay, he just left the building. What do you want me to do?" He's like, "Make it look like an accident." <laughs> and, and so then uh, we go to the uh, I, I guess like his detective agency or his apartment or whatever. And somebody broke in and his like office, his office, his office, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like opens the gas on the stove, you know, like everybody does. Like, so like when he comes in and I don't know, lights a match or whatever, <laughs> it'll like explode, right? Well, Archie comes home, walks in the door, do do do. Here, I'll just flip on the light. Kaboom! <laughs> Well, like, see, oh, shit. Kill- he, he sniffs, though. He sniffs before he turns on the light. And I was thinking, OK, is this going to be like, you know, a, is he going to realize that something's off? But he, he doesn't have as good a sense as his Tarzan. So yeah, that's like, his yeah, downfall. Musty in here. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, oh, shit. Killing the biggest star at the end of the second act. <laughs> <Bold move. laughs> this was a bold choice, Mr. Director. Yeah. We then cut to. I don't know, five minutes, half hour later, whatever. But uh, Jane and Tarzan are like pulling up and they're like, oh my God, it's still on fire. Firefighters, they're like trying to put the fire out. They're like, hey, dude, the loincloth, back up. We're, try- we're still trying to put this thing out. Uh, but he like, you know, opens up the elevator shaft, crawls up it, whatever. Well, first he goes and, up uh, the stairs and the firefighter's like, you can't come up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got to backtrack and then go up the elevator shaft. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually he makes it to uh, Archie's office and we find him like pinned under like his uh, filing cabinet or something. (laughs) And uh, Tarzan's like, here, let me get this off here. He's like, whatever happens, look after my daughter, will you? (laughs) And I'm like, oh shit, he really is dead. (laughs) But uh, Tarzan scoops him up, I assume runs down the stairs, jumps over a couple of firefighters, comes out the front. And uh, lays her father's corpse out in front of the paramedics. <laughs> oh, and he also like I, I think he does he like see the cigar butt like yes as he's like taking as he's leaving up. yeah 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 he doesn't stop to pick it up because he's got to get Tony Curtis out of there but yeah yeah his he hands sees are full it. of Tony yes. Curtis yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> we then cut to the hospital where apparently uh, yeah good old Tony Curtis is in a coma <laughs> we then like. I, I don't know. We cut like to a half hour later where we see Tony Curtis and it pans back to reveal there's a couch like 10 feet away there in the ICU that Tarzan, <laughs> Jane, and Cheetah, yes, a chimpanzee, are just sitting there chilling 10 feet away from somebody in the ICU. And I'm like, 
That's not how hospitals work, even in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I seriously thought that that scene was shot, like, just in a hotel room until they actually pan and show that it's a slightly bigger set. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the next morning or something, they're leaving. Um, as I've written down, uh, Cheetah scares a homeless man. Yes. Yep. In the and then tries well, oh, to wait. steal a car. Wait, before that. Um, oh, Tarzan yeah. goes back and he finds the cigar and sniffs it and realizes oh, right, that it's right. the same guy, the same cigar type from the, uh, from the guy who, who murdered his ape mom. Unfortunately, it was just a Swisher Sweet. Tarzan doesn't realize that that's a regular brand that many people smoke. <laughs> 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 but yeah, they're, uh, they're back at Archie's uh, yeah, workplace, and it's Archie's car that a whole thing is jumping right. in the back of, because Archie had stashed some evidence in the door of it before he went up to his apartment and got blown the fuck up. And uh, yeah, so we get Cheetah playing in the car, and I really thought we were going to have an ape, like, low-speed chase on our hands. I did, too. I wanted that. Oh, I wanted yeah. that so bad. <laughs> he's going like, to, like, jumpstart it, just like... <laughs> well, and I love, too, when he's, like, weaving around the road, and I'm like, there's, like, nobody on the streets. I'm like, have you been to New York? <laughs> there's never yeah. nobody in the streets. No other cars, no people in the streets. Yeah. Like, even today, it's packed. Right, right. Even during the height of COVID, it was still busy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, they get the he shows the little uh, the oh my god the film roll or whatever to Tarzan, and then instantly two cops pull up and they're like, "Ah, what you doing here, buddy?" Oh, it's a hey. You remember that APB about a guy in a lawyer? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right, yeah. You think yeah. that's him? And then the guy does a spit take. <laughs> yeah. Where's he got a monkey with him? Like, who are you, buddy? I'm Tarzan of the Apes. Yeah, and I'm Han Solo, and this is my buddy Chewbacca. Tarzan of the Apes. <laughs> Meanwhile, you see a monkey stealing a cop car behind him. <laughs> and yeah, as he's like pulling away, Tarzan like pushes the cops or something, jumps in the car, and they drive off on a high-speed chase. And uh, again, pull up in front of Jane's apartment. Well, and Cheetah is just in there like, oh, we'll park this one for you, buddy. <laughs> well, I love the fact that Cheetah can't really drive well. So then Tarzan takes over like Tarzan knows how to drive a car. This is oh, okay. yeah, he's like, yeah, here, let me give it a try. <laughs> yeah. But it, I mean, my opposable I'm, thumbs will help. I mean, like Cheetah's skilled, but he's got some pretty short legs. So I don't know how he was reaching the gas while still doing the steering wheel. But, you know, that's OK. That's why they weren't going that fast. <laughs> you know, the cop has like a little, it was like an interceptor, you know, it's, ground Victoria. So it, it was, you just had it on idle. Yeah. It just needed a little nudge and then it, yeah. Hey, I used to drive one of those. Those things have some get up and go. Yeah. <laughs> Drove a 1984 Ford Crown Victoria LTD. Ooh. The LTD stands for limited to the limited amount that they could just physically produce. <laughs> <laughs> The amount of steel on planet Earth. Right. So yeah, so yeah, they get to Jane's apartment and uh, Tarzan's like, what's this? Like, oh, it's a roll of film, which means we need to get it developed. <laughs> Sounds like my dad wanted us to see this. And I'm like, cool, I'll be back in one to 18 hours. <laughs> and, <laughs> one hour to five days. <laughs> and uh, basically we find out the pictures he took were like a bunch of receipts for ape smuggling. <laughs> And, ah, ape smuggling. and it was like for 200 apes and a cat scan and like 
like this is a multi-million dollar oh yeah like, yeah he bought the he bought the whole cat scan machine yeah because you they know didn't even rent it yeah. <laughs> would you say it was a massive apparition ah. <laughs> they call it project x more on that later <laughs> Like, all right, cool. We need to go back to Brightmore, but how are we going to get inside? Hmm. I have an idea. We have Jane pulling up in her car, and they're like, uh, yeah, what do you want, lady? Like, uh, I believe you have my slipper. <laughs> and, uh, I was the gal in the DTF dress at the party. Oh, come right in. <laughs> we instantly cut to like, uh, uh, oh my god, Brightmore and Jane like having dinner, like a whole production. <laughs> you would come back for your slipper. I'm going to drink some. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to drink some champagne out of it. By the way, um, gentlemen out there, I'm going to go ahead and say this do not drink from a woman's shoe. <laughs> we are dainty, beautiful creatures, but uh, do babe. not taste our shoes. Babe, you don't need to tell us. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink from my shoe. Yeah, Never. don't get that Do not one. drink from my slip-on sketcher. <laughs> I, I don't drink from cups that have been in the same room as your shoes. <laughs> Please do not drink from my Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> you may have had Cristal, but have you had it in a crock? Mmm, <laughs> the bouquet. Mm. <laughs> little essence of tobacco and... Mm. Something dead. Sock. <laughs> or splinked. It. It's that cat hair floating in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So after uh, after dinner, uh, you know, they're like exchanging pleasantries, and then uh, Brightmore is like, "Why don't we uh, take in some videos?" And I'm like, "Is this like a normal thing? This like, is, it's a this it's was a the '80s movie to be like." Let's watch some home videos. I have a, I don't know, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever on VHS. <laughs> it's, it's no, the, Steve, it's porn. It's the uh, 80s version of Netflix and chill. Shirt. Let's see the books of John Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter North is in these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they throw in some videos, and uh, we see that it's security camera footage what? of her dad. What? And She's gonna fuck his dad? Her dad? <laughs> Brightmore fucked her dad? Oh no, here comes Peter North. Dad, <laughs> no, he never told me. Look out from behind, dad. That's why they call you Archie. No. So, but apparently, they also videotaped the explosion in her dad's office. <laughs> Because you see him like doing the like sniffing around the apartment, and then a shot from outside where we see the fireball coming out of the window, and I'm like, "Wow, that's uh, that's some pretty good production on like a couple hours notice." You know? Steve, let's put it this way: let's say when you and I were courting, you decided you had to kill my dad. Would you okay. film it or would you not film it? You totally film it. I mean, how rich and above the law am I? Oh, I mean, you're all of the rich and all I mean, of the above the law. Rich enough to buy a CT scan and above the law enough to have 200 apes at your disposal for dissection. All right. Yeah, you, you sold yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to take out Todd. Yeah, <laughs> Is it wrong your dad has absolutely no influence on my life? <laughs> Does he have any influence on my life? No, not really. <laughs> but what if he hears this? He, he, he never will. <laughs> 
Is it going to be on Laserdisc? I mean, <laughs> like this podcast will never be on Betamax, so he's not interested. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, so we're seeing the videotape of a father exploding. The Betamax. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we then he then like cuts it to the current security camera of Tarzan and Cheetah sneaking outside. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like in a, 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 a fucking baby, baby bjorn? bjorn yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like i'm like okay why'd you bring him along i don't know whatever you can't leave an ape alone in an apartment <laughs> unattended <laughs> see we no, barely he, leave our cats alone yeah. in a 2000 square foot house it's true archie's not there to watch tv with them so devil's hand or idle hand you know? <laughs> uh see so, yeah so then yeah, we get the security guys like closing in on them, and there's a scene where like they're like caught up in snare traps, and Tarzan like throws a knife at a dude's heart. And... <laughs> yeah, he only Tarzan. kills when he has to. Oh, he's oh, a yeah. murderer, a cold-blooded murderer. <laughs> yeah, even more so than Batman. Right? He for sure has more kills. Yeah, than Batman. if Tarzan had a shotgun, <laughs> uh, he with the shotgun. Yeah. Give Cheetah the shotgun. Yes. I want to see Cheetah's revenge. Yes. Oh, he gets on top of a tank like Don of the Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) Back to our panel. We just want ape vengeance films. Yeah. (laughs) Little John Chimp. (laughs) Then, like, Tarzan, like, kicks open a door, and there's Brightmore with Jane tied up and some other security guy, like, with a gun to her head and just, like, Oh, Tarzan, I've been expecting you. Somehow I teleported over here. And Again, anything's possible in the cutaway. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And he's got like the two Dobermans or whatever yep. there too. Just like. <laughs> and then we get this wonderful thing where, <laughs> I don't know, Tarzan's like, you know, why do you have these apes? You're a monster, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Brightmore's like, well, here, let me show you exactly what my plans are. And Jane's like, you'll never get away with this. And like, excuse me, Jane, man talk. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's much Goldfinger. Yeah. Um, and then we basically get the, the explanation, like, I'm doing this for science because, you know, what I've been doing is I've been taking the brains of chimps, grinding it down into a, a patty, and feeding it to more chimps to make them smarter. You know, because I figure if it worked for chimp, then it'll work for humans. And then says, be super what, what happens if you do that? And it's like they get sick. And it's like, yes, this is exactly how mad cow happens. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we have the answer to this. But they didn't back in '89. Yeah, yeah, they they were still like, yeah, AIDS is a myth. You know, that, that kind of stuff. I so. believe it's still called GERDs at this point. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, while he's, you know, giving the whole plot away or whatever, uh, we see Cheetah, like, sneaking around and, like, undoing straps or, or no, no, Tarzan, like, like makes a little noise, like, and, right. like, the dogs start, like, undoing the straps, right? Like, little Dobermans or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because he can talk to animals. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the Dobermans are helping him out. And then Cheetah, like, gets out of his straps and, like, attacks one of the scientists. <laughs> like, ah, me tied down and, like, ripping his eyes out. Yeah. First they go for the face because they don't <laughs> want you to bite them. And then they go for the hands because they don't want you to scratch them. And then they go for your genitals so that they, because they don't want you to rape them. 
checks out. <laughs> exactly how that scientist was destroyed. Uh, it was off screen, but we can use our imagination. Yeah, yeah, totally. They, they have to show that, oh yeah, we're also unlocking all the cages so all the other animals are free. And then it, this is where it's like, oh my god, there's 200 apes running around <laughs> this, this Brightmore estate or whatever. This is going to get awesome. We only see like three. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all the budget could afford. <laughs> yeah, this, this felt very much like a house of a thousand cats moment where it was like that's like maybe 25 cats where are the thousand cats i promise i see like five apes where are my 200 apes this isn't what i paid for yeah meanwhile tarzan has uh brightmore like in a full nelson it's like everybody's escaping (laughs) and then tarzan just kind of like tosses him to the side and runs off and brightmore's like ha ha finally the hunt He's got the biggest fucking gun I've ever seen. He has a rocket launcher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a firework launcher. Yeah. It's a bottle rocket launcher. Yeah. Uh, but Tarzan also is equipped because Cheetah brings him a bow and arrow, and I'm like, what the fuck was he hiding? Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. I so, found this in the room full of eight hands. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so we get a whole scene where the, like uh, the security guys are like, oh, you know, getting caught up in snare traps and like <laughs> shooting each other with like stray gunfire, like friendly fire. Yeah. And then Brightmore is like, okay, screw it. Hey, Chopper, can you find out where Tarzan is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in sector 14B or whatever. And then like, oh shit, jigs up, and they're like running around. Jinkies! Yeah. <laughs> Run away. And they like swing away on that like vine zipline. This is where we find out, yeah, it's like a firework launcher that Brightmore is firing at. I'm like, the big old sparkles. Oh yeah. There's even a scene where like one of the dudes in the snare trap like has a tie and it's like hanging because you know he's upside down, and Cheetah runs up and like starts pulling on the tie. Yeah. With his back feet, and it's like, oh, the man is decapitated. The guy's like. Autoerotic as apes asphyxiation. We have a winner. Yeah. <laughs> the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, God. And eventually, uh, uh, Tarzan and Jane are like, "All right, cool. We gotta take out the helicopter. It's the one that keeps finding us." <laughs> and Jane like has a machine gun now, and she's like, gah, 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 gah. <laughs> and the co- chopper's like, "Oh, what the hell's that?" She but knocks it- out its uh, spotlight, and then it's like, "Well, well I'm done here. Bye <laughs> forever." Yeah. And then Tarzan fires that arrow that hits the the pilot or whatever. Right. Oh, no, 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 he, no. That's right. He gets the driver of the jeep. Right, right. jeep yeah. gets him right in the heart. Yeah. Like it's like right in the heart, and then uh, Jane. Oh, oh, and then uh, yeah, Jane lights an arrow on fire, and uh, Tarzan shoots the flaming arrow into the pile of fireworks. So everybody jumps out, and then you get the guy with the arrow in his heart running away. Yeah. <laughs> I still got enough energy for this. <laughs> Boom. Adrenaline is a hell of a drug. Just ask Craig. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, the jeep blows up. Uh, Brightmore gets out 
and like yeah there's like a struggle like like they're just kind of wrestling a little bit and then tarzan like picks him up and fucking power bombs him <laughs> again like, oh, wrestling. put him in the razor's edge <laughs> boom you know and then he god damn it after power bombing him he then stands up over him starts banging his chest and goes you think god then we cut to uh brightmore getting thrown in the back of a police car uh but before he goes he has one last line to say best hunt i ever had (laughs) yeah so then we cut to i don't know the next day or whatever uh, all the apes are being sent back to the jungle, and I'm like, right, right. You have to fly in. They gotta fly in back cargo class, but they're getting flown back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't worry, because Cheetah's got a first class ticket. Oh, Cheetah's first class. Yeah, totally. he, he's gonna be sipping martinis with Amy. Yeah, raindrop drinks all around. Yeah, uh, yeah, and of course Tarzan's like, yeah, and I'm gonna be going back to Africa too, and she's like. Oh, that's great. I mean, you could stick around if you wanted to. And oh, I'm like, and she's while she's saying this, she's painting on the door of her dad's office that I guess is post blown up. Uh, yeah, and it says like a uh, archive or uh, oh, Porter Detective Agency and daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she's given up. She's gonna give up the cab life. She's given up her computer science degree to be a, uh, a security agent. Yep. Ooh, I believe it's what the door said, security ooh, there's agency. Actually, there's actually one very important scene before this. Oh. They go to the hospital to see how Archie's oh, right. doing. <gasps> and he's dead! Yeah, they, he's dead! The room is empty! And it's all made up, and like, oh shit, they really killed him off! It's gonna be great! <laughs> and then he comes zooming in on a wheelchair, <laughs> like, hey guys! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought I was dead? <laughs> they Jokes can't kill you. me! And then he has the line about um, even in hell they don't have concussions that hurt this bad. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, as we learned from the early two thousands, you can't kill Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. I'm coming back for a Monday Night Raw. Weird how they uh, they just suddenly dropped that storyline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. When was that? Oh, September two thousand one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so Archie's alive, and Jane's joining the agency now. Um, oh, and uh, Tarzan gives her a pearl necklace. Yeah! <laughs> oh, we also see Juan still driving around in that stolen town car. Yeah. With the windows all shot out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tarzan's there, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, I'm going to be uh, heading back to the jungle now. And guess. Jane's like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, you could. <laughs> and they kiss. Ah, and it's... then yeah, doesn't Archie be like, nah, I need my daughter to have somebody take care of it. You can't leave yet. <laughs> well, I guess I can't leave then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, I could put a job out for, you know, uh, someone to help us out. But, uh, you know, if, if you wanted to do it. Oh, I guess I can stick here in Manhattan. <laughs> and then Cheetah, Freeze frame. <laughs> oh no, and then Cheetah drops the plane tickets in a bucket of paint so they can't oh. get their money back. <laughs> oh. Oh. Damn it, Cheetah. Well, they offer him minimum wage and all the bananas that Cheetah can eat. No, all the peanuts all the, Cheetah, oh, that's right. Cheetah Excuse can me. eat. Yes, that's right, right. All the peanuts Cheetah can eat. That's right. I mean, we'll how could Tarzan it, turn that down? Cheetah. Right? Tarzan can't turn that down. That's that's, Look, that's a good deal. 
we've all taken underpaid jobs that promise unlimited snacks, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> or is it just me? <laughs> I mean... That was the one where I got fired over a disagreement about how to fold boxes. Yeah, well. <laughs> and then they ended up doing it my way anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you don't work there anymore. Me too. Apparently That's hired... paper. At... Oh, wait, no, no. They'd have hired three people to do what I did. <laughs> it's funny how when you get let go from a place like that, and that's exactly what happens. It hasn't happened to Steve every time he's left a job. Yeah. That's the <laughs> beep and <laughs> beep. located all over the Western United States. Did they lose a star? They yeah. sure did, both times. <laughs> did they get it back? Eh, a decade later. <laughs> Ten years and five employees later. Yeah, at least. They also had me train. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, the Porter and Daughter detective agency is really going to take off. So it's a security agency. Security That's agency. Right. Yeah. Security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, security agency, whatever. They're going to be enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we end on the little freeze frame. And then the credits roll with, uh, you know, little snapshots from the TV movie with you just Jamaican watched. Jamaican <laughs> still drum music playing. Yeah. <laughs> And and it's also like little like behind the scenes like probably cut straight out of like Variety magazine when they're like trying to promote this thing or TV Guide or something. <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch of the stills taken like oh, yeah. during shooting. Yeah, you yeah. got like John Michael Vincent's like headshot is like one of them, <laughs> and not even from the movie, just like his headshot. And okay, towards the end with like twenty seconds left. Mm-hmm. there's the shot of them like all in the like costume thing Halloween like you've costumes. got you've got tony curtis and like the liberace <laughs> outfit yep. you got jane and cinderella you got yep. tarzan oh, uh, and uh yeah, bright Brightmore right? isn't behind them looking all sinister looking over his shoulder yep. they're holding chiquita he's looking so cute <laughs> yep. and it's the music credits for two songs oh Oh, um, Steve, this is the best part. Wait, wait, let me make sure I get the one song's name right here. I'm going to pull it back up. That's for Pull Up to the Bumper, performed by Grace Jones. What? And Leave My Monkey Alone, performed by Warren Zavon. Ah! <laughs> That's right. Werewolves of London and uh, Lawyers, Guns, and Money, Warren Zavon. Yeah. And, of course, everybody's favorite. Grace Jones. Yeah. Everybody's favorite Bond girl. She is the only Bond girl who fucked James Bond. (laughs) But yeah, the the pull up to the bumper, that's a... I don't even know what song that was. Don't either. Is it wrong that I kind of want to rewatch it just to to, find that song? Well, luckily, if you want to watch it, it's streaming on Amazon Prime or Tubi. Tubi TV. So, lady, gentlemen, would you recommend Tarzan in Manhattan? Uh, Tracy, how about you? Uh, If if you're a fan of the '80s, if you're if you're okay with the cheese, I I had fun with it. I mean, like the title gives the whole plot away. There's you know, there's not a lot of surprise twists in this thing, but uh, I you know, for the right audience, yeah, I would recommend this. How about you, babe? Yes, this is a fun piece of utter trash, but yeah. it is so much fun. So much fun. And weirdly, it is very much like a Hercules in New York in that, like, just, like, things come out of left field, like, wait, we're eating monkey brains? Right. Like, <laughs> it, 
yes, this movie is fun. It is garbage. I want to just eat it like red vines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's cinematic yeah, I, junk food. I recommend it. It's an easy watch. Yeah. Like, like we've seen movies like this that are just kind of hard to watch, but yeah, this movie easily away. could be very difficult to watch. Yeah, but let's. Everybody's like, everybody's doing a good job and they're trying hard and putting on entertaining performances. The guy who plays Tarzan, let's face it, looks like Disney's Tarzan. I he think does. That's who they must have modeled Disney's Tarzan after. He really does. Yeah, yeah. like uh, he is a he is a fetching gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have more beer, fun facts, and what we learned from Tarzan in Manhattan. Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times, and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a... Uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle i'm here to let you know that you are not alone so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday every place you can catch a podcast check out the real brains with brian wayne remember stay sane have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself what were they thinking because we sure have so much so that we named our podcast after it what were they thinking Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. 
We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Oh, they get better every week. <laughs> oh, babe, I don't know about you. I feel like I've been doing a Tarzan yell for the last hour and a half. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think my whiskey's wearing off. We gotta get something else to drink in here. Uh, I have over here uh, Southwest's original brew pub. It's a Carver. From Carver oh. Brewing in Durango, Colorado. Southwest original brew pub. Oh, okay. I'm reading the label. It is the Munich Dunkel. Yeah. 4% alcohol by volume. GABF gold wet a gold medal winner for German dark lagers. Nice. If you've ever heard this podcast, you probably know Steve and I fucking love a Munich Dunkel. Yeah. <laughs> we love Dunkels. So I'm going to pop this top. Oh, my top. Oh, he said it. And the pour. Yeah. Oh, this is a beautiful, like, it's clear, but it's a nice dark brown. You yeah, can see, like, like chestnut it, or something. Yeah, it looks roasty. It's got an off white foamy head with a lot of tiny bubbles. It's a very thin mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. Well, it has almost no aroma whatsoever. Yeah, it's, I mean, like a little malt, but. Just a little bit of malt, but like almost nothing. That's so weird. Yeah. Smells like nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, just nice, nice smooth lager, a little bit of like roasty mm. and a little bit of like bready kind of notes to it. But... Yeah, it's got a little bit of cereal. It's got a little bit of caramel to it. Yeah. This is an easy drinking beer. Yeah, almost no hop character, just enough to balance it out. Super, super clean tasting. This is delicious. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Carver Brewing. In Durango, Colorado, we uh, we actually got to go there for Steve's fortieth birthday, and it was spectacular. That's right. It was actually on my birthday too. That's wasn't right, it? we went on your birthday. Yeah, and we had tacos. Yeah, we did. Are and we... then we went and got a brownie. <laughs> that was the one we uh, uh, got the burgers. That's right. That was the one where we got burgers. We got big, juicy, delicious burgers. Yeah. Uh, Tracy, you still uh, drinking water over there? Uh, yeah, just finished off my uh, my water bottle. So just staying hydrated. <laughs> nice. right, well, uh, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Are they Please. super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Oh, they are, guys. We were three for three on recommending this movie. <laughs> uh, we don't have a critic score from Rotten Tomatoes, but what do you think the audience score for this movie is? Uh, Tracy, would you like Ooh, to go first? I'm going to go uh, 32%. 32? All right. How about you, Izzy? Oh, um, 29. 14%. <laughs> that is remarkably low. It's this not that more bad. more enjoyable than that. Yeah. I've seen much worse yeah. films. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've seen much worse films with like four times that score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no budget or worldwide gross because uh, this was a TV movie for CBS. <laughs> uh, with 
let's see, Joe Lara, who played Tarzan in this, uh, later auditioned for Tarzan in 1991's Tarzan, uh, which he lost to Wolf Larson, whoever that is. But he did star in an unrelated series, Tarzan the Epic Adventures in 1996. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent also played a Tarzan-type character named Nanu in the Disney movie The World's Greatest Athlete, 1973. I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. I was just going to ask. <laughs> Coming next week. But, so, uh, <laughs> I'm going to check real quick. You go. You keep going. I don't know. Yeah, we can wait. All right. Yeah, that's really all the fun facts I have. So. Grace <laughs> <laughs> Jones and Warren Zavon did part of the soundtrack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That is a super fun fact, if ever there was a fun, fun fact. And Nanu's N-A-N-U. I'm not is. seeing it on Disney+. Plus. Nanu, Nanu. Uh, maybe it's in uh, the same realm as uh, Song of the South and the Devil and Max Devlin. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know why Devil and Max Devlin isn't on Disney+. Plus. Oh, that was a great little movie. Elliot Gould. <laughs> Elliot yeah. Gould and the other, the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen what did we learn from tarzan in manhattan uh, tracy would you like to go first uh i learned that if you're gonna go to new york you better bring your family jewels because you you got to keep them in the pouch and uh use them sparingly um learned that i don't want to board an airplane in africa that's guarded by men with machine guns and um <laughs> <laughs> and and uh you know, whenever the whenever you get like upset or or stressed out, it's okay to just rip off all of your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that if uh, chimpanzees eat the brain of another cham- chimpanzee, they uh, they gain their knowledge. Eat their brains, gain their knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I learned uh, you can do silly things like name a chimp cheetah or a gorilla mama <laughs> or. Ka- uh, I also learned a pretty good way to get rid of a car that you just stole. Yeah. <laughs> you just leave it for somebody else to steal, then they get the wrath. Right. Uh, I also luckily found another movie where they use the phrase man talk. Man talk. True. <laughs> that was an unexpected family jewel. Right. <laughs> Some things are worth more than money. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. I do. Uh, Movies That Make Us. Uh, I'm with uh, Jake Dietz and Valerie Cameron. Uh, We're on the Stolen Droids Network, so you can check us out there. Uh, We kind of think about it as like book club for movies. We'll tell, you know, what the movie is going to be in advance, and then we break it down, talk about it. Um, We tend to be uh, pretty positive about the movies that we select. We don't really like harping on bad movies, so. It's a, it's a fun time. We have a good time. Where's the fun in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's occasionally we will, yeah. but you know, yeah, we like we, we watched, we watched on, rubber so. a couple of weeks back and that was something about a sentient tire. Oh. Yeah. So nice. we get into some weird ones occasionally. And uh, where, where can we find that? Uh, movies that make us, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, part of the stolen droids network. Um, anywhere that you download your podcast, you can just search for movies that make us and we should pop up. And uh, babe, are you on social media at all? 
I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm <laughs> everywhere. I'm on Etsy and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but especially over at Etsy, untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I sell my goods and wares. Uh, I also have a Patreon at Untidy Venus, and I don't know if it's still going at the time of this release. Yeah. It's still going at the time of this release. I'm doing a Kickstarter. I have designed enamel things. I got about 10 of them already made oh, cool. that are snackosaurs, dinosaurs made of snack foods. They're super <laughs> adorable and so much fun. And Steve and I have a list of more we want to make. So we're kickstarting it. Get in on the ground level. If you want to donate a fair amount, you can uh, You can actually pledge enough where I will take your favorite snack and your favorite dinosaur and create a new snackosaur. But we have things like the teasiosaur. Like a plesiosaur, the long neck swimming guy, uh, but he's a teapot. And we're going to have the Utah Snacter, like a Utah Raptor, but he's a snack. And a Velasa Snacter. And a, uh, uh, oh, um, Diplia. Uh, Diplicorish. Diplicorish, yes. Diplicorish. Uh, Demetra Dog, Demetra Dog, the, the guy with the big sail fin hot dog. Yeah, it's. We have way too much fun doing this. <laughs> and they're going to be little hardy enamel pins. So they're um, super high quality. You can wear them everywhere. They're about an inch long each. So you can wear the whole collection all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. So Untidy Venus, uh, you look up the Snackosaurs. And of course, you can find us at Everything I Learned From Movies on all your favorite podcatchers. Or hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, also coming up July 10th, we have Podcart Fest. Yes, yeah! a celebration of podcasting and art. Uh, featuring comedian Dana Gould, who will be joining us for a Q&A. He promised us he'd come this time. That's right. <laughs> and also just a lot of amazing artists and podcasters. It'll be a lot of fun, and you'll see yeah! some cool stuff. and. Great gifts uh, for, you know, holidays and birthdays and all kinds of cool stuff. So you Decorate your house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also uh, coming up in August, we are going to be at Craft Lake City, Utah's largest craft show. So we'll be there under Untidy Venus. Come see us. We're happy to talk podcasts. We're happy to talk art. We're making so much products, like even already. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Excellent. So yeah, I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Tracy. Yeah. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Oh, 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 oh.